Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. Is that not the truth or what? It does not matter who the host is. Uh, Let's see. Today's Wednesday, April the 14th of 2021. Only day 104 of the year. And let's see, 261 days remaining before we get to the end of this one. You know what I'm saying there. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM, just in case if you were wondering. And, of course, we are also streaming on that other platform that we kind of hang out with. You know, those people from over there. We are radio. We are sarcasm. We are both combined. Radio Big. Well, thank you, Dr. Isabella, safety keynote speaker. Get me off of your list, A.H. Um, you have to remove yourself off of the notifications on LinkedIn. But thank you. Thank you for starting off our morning in such a pleasurable way. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of the world, inside of what is going on right here. So as we start off, we do talk about the different things that are going on inside of the world of safety, and we do talk about the things that are going on inside of the world of news. So let's get that moving and grooving right away as we do so. Anyways, we are a radio station first followed by a podcast, then followed into a streaming service, as we have discussed several times over. So there you go. Um, So let's continue talking right off the top. Let's talk about the books that are trending according to the New York Times bestsellers list. At the number five section in the fiction category, Where the Crawdads Sing. At number four, The Midnight Library. At number three, the The Four Winds. At number two, the Red Book, and at the number one spot, The Hill We Will Climb. So there you go. Those are the ones that are referencing right there. On the other side of the equation, at number five, cast in the nonfiction category. At number four, uh, let's see, The Body Keeps the Score. At number three, The Beauty of Living Twice. At number two, green lights. And at the number one spot, according to the nonfiction category, according to the New York Times bestsellers list, well, it's the code breaker. I wonder if that's if Jerry Jericho has anything to do with that book. So, anyways, that's what is going on. So, thank you, thank you, thank you for jumping on real quick. Um, so let's get that moving and grooving, and let's get you to our friends at Feature Story News and see exactly what they have to say about what's going on inside of the world of the news. 
Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. India's posted another record daily spike in COVID-19 infections at over 184,000 new cases. Amid the surge, the Indian state of Maharashtra has announced strict new COVID-19 restrictions, which will see most establishments and public places closed for 15 days. Rebecca Bundan reports from Mumbai. Maharashtra, home to the financial capital Mumbai, is the worst hit state in India, and local authorities say that its healthcare system is under pressure, facing challenges including a shortage of oxygen. Local authorities are reluctant to describe the move as a lockdown, but the strict new measures that come into force from Wednesday evening mean that people will largely only be able to leave their homes for essential tasks and services. India's total caseload of COVID-19 infections is approaching 14 million, and it is the second worst affected country by the virus after the United States. Rebecca Bundan, Mumbai. British scientists examining whether it's safe to mix COVID-19 vaccines across the two doses are expanding their trial. The University of Oxford's been looking at the impact of combining Pfizer and AstraZeneca jabs on the immune system. Vaccines from Moderna and Novavax are now being added to the study, with hundreds more volunteers being recruited. Professor Matthew Snape is the trial's chief investigator and says it could help with vaccination rollouts. What we're looking to do is to see if there's flexibility in that to make the uh, program so that people can be immunised more quickly overall and also build some resilience in the program in case there are any problems with supply, um, either locally or, or nationally. US troops will leave Afghanistan by the 11th of September. President Joe Biden's due to confirm the new date later, which misses a May deadline that had been agreed between the Taliban and the Trump administration. Hong Kong police are drawing up protocols for how to screen candidates for political office as part of Beijing's overhaul of the local electoral system. There are concerns the new police powers will eliminate political opposition in the city. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. Beijing is creating a new candidate eligibility review committee in Hong Kong to scrutinise anyone seeking to run as a lawmaker in the city's legislative council or to run for the top political job as Hong Kong's chief executive. As part of that process, the city's police force will have an advisory role that will not be made public or be subject to judicial review. Hong Kong's Security Secretary John Lee says the police's new powers for vetting political candidates does not contradict the force's political neutrality. He says the system is designed to weed out what he calls traitors and that any political view is acceptable as long as the candidate is not perceived to be involved in anything that harms Hong Kong's overall interests. Critics of the scheme say it will stifle political opposition in the city and turn many candidates off running for office altogether. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. 
AMC and providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like Like the storm. storm. When When it kicked in, we had a plan. We We were able to get in touch with each other in no time. We had no idea how to find each other. The whole whole experience experience was was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If If there's there's one one piece of advice advice I'd offer other moms out there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Oh, so there you go. There you go. There you go. I never put you on. Well, apparently somehow you got inside of here. Uh, I don't control your version of LinkedIn. But thank you, Isabella, for sharing your your needs here on the show. Um, I'm sure everybody else is wanting to be involved as well. Uh, Hopefully you can reach out and just turn the notifications off. That's kind of the simplest way to do it. Probably there's an upgrade or an update inside of the algorithm of LinkedIn, and that's why you're seeing me, which it sounds like it's definitely something you don't want to do. By the way, we haven't seen each other in a long period of time. Haven't seen you at at an ASSP meeting in some times. I think the last time that I had seen you... Let me see. We might have been in San Antonio. So there you go. Anyways, let's continue talking. Let's talk about what is going on around the world. It is 11 minutes past the top of the hour. And let's talk about what is going on, according to the California School District, uh, because that's what we're going to talk about. So the California School District will vote this week on whether to move forward with hybrid plan or exclude only seventh graders, or just remain in virtual for the rest of the year. I mean, the rest of the year, we're already in April. What is it going to matter at this point? The Oak Grove School District of San Jose County has been holding distant learning for over a year now. Last month, school board members came up with a hybrid plan where students will be in part of the week of the home and the rest. What? Everyone that is ex- uh, everyone except seventh grade. The reasoning for leaving seventh graders, it is um, it wouldn't be safe, according to the board, uh, to have seventh and eighth graders in a school at the same time as the eighth graders in the time back before it's so confusing so there you go what do you think i mean i don't know i see i hear some of these things that are going on inside of this county and we kind of go from there so there you go you want to know something i I don't know why but i I, i'm remembering i'm remembering the good old days when i used to be in um i used to be in this area that was called colleen texas that i used to do um radio down there and I was right next to a military base that was known as Fort Hood. 
And at the time, I used to be on KCNT, 91.3 Simply Beautiful. Uh, yeah, it was it was a jazz station. Um, and they also played some elevator music, so let's not lie about it. Uh, in the interesting portion, it was definitely regarded to some of the elders that would actually take a listen to the station. No problem with that. That's pretty cool. No problem there. But I used to get some random phone calls that would occur where they people would hear humming from their radio or there was this weird buzzing sound that they would claim that was coming from the speakers and would, I would only have like one person contact me um, to let me know that that's what's going on. I'm kind of feeling one of those moments of nostalgia right now as we speak. More sarcasm than Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R safety show. Okay, as of Tuesday, over 192.2 million COVID vaccines had been administered nationwide. Over 75.3 million Americans have been fully vaccinated, while more than 122.2 million have received at least one dose, according to the CDC. And the total number of cumulative cases in the U.S. is just a little bit above 31 million. And the total amount of deaths is 559 thousand deaths um, attributed to the virus so as we speak it has not really moved uh, the amount of death which is a good thing uh, but you're seeing that it is kind of slowing down based on what we're talking about uh, so just some things to bring up as we are talking about this oh before i forget the code's back up we got the code the code's back up on the screen the qr code and just in case you don't know where the qr code leads it leads to this i am not speaking at any conference or expos between september the 13th through the 15th that's where the code leads now i have to tell you last night or this morning relatively early this morning no problem was having some communication uh about it doesn't really play out to understand what is exactly going on uh what is going on if you don't watch the video that goes with the code it's kind of a combination. Did this person just call the host a uh, ha? I don't know what it, I, I guess. Good question, Mr. Nichols. And let's make sure that we don't call this just a person. It is doctor. It is the doctor coming in. At one point, I think she was referring to herself as the safety doc. I think there was a website at one point, too, with that. Uh, so there you go. It's okay. I've been called worse by better. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so there you go. A lot of things going on inside of that. Here's the thing. So as I so going through this real quick and going through the whole thing as we um, talk about this. When I'm giving out this code, this QR code, and we're talking about this and we're going through this whole thing, really pay attention to what's being brought up because that's the other portion. That's the other portion to think about. So, you had a Google, you had a Google that she was calling me an asshole. Really? That's that's kind of sad. I knew exactly what she was telling, what she was saying, right away. But then again, there's a whole other story behind this. Um, I'm pretty sure I could share it with you, but she probably wouldn't love me too much for saying so. Because there's this thing that I talk about that has four letters and. The four letters are associated to a group, and the four letters normally piss the people off when I start talking about it because they don't understand 
that, you know, some of the mentality of the older gen needs to be slightly updated because your organization is ran like something straight out of the 1970s or the 1960s, and it slightly needs to be updated. So there you go. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a term. It's a term of let's see. It must be a term only understood by PhDs. Well, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe that. Maybe you're right. I didn't think about it because I was actually talking to a group of PhDs not so long ago. Why don't I say it was about a couple of weeks ago? And they were talking about how a you know a good chunk of PhDs has to be some versionality of narcissist. Has to be a version of narcissist if they're actually going out and actually getting it. So getting the actual PhD, which I was like, oh, I, I can I can understand that viewpoint at one point or another. Anyways, let's not get too sidetracked this morning. Let's continue talking. A Texas man made history this week uh, as the person for, uh, person to run from Disneyland to Disney World to raise awareness for type 1A diabetes. Yep. So from Disneyland to Disney World, Don Muchos of Plano, yeah, that's Plano, Texas, just in case, completed his Go on Monday, crossing the finish line at Disney Park in Orlando, uh, closing the 2,845 mile trek from Anaheim to California, um, Anaheim, California to Orlando, Florida. The 59 year old, an ultra runner, Ironman, and type 1 diabetes told Fox News it was a surreal to complete the mission. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of there in that sequence of events. Oh, there, 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 there. So there you go. Some good stuff there. Let's talk to our friend, our our amigo, our compadre, and all that kind of fun stuff. And let's have John Smalls come into the box real quick. And we will have him talk about the Market Minute. So let's do that. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. U.S. stock markets were relatively calm again Tuesday as traders gear up for the Q1 earnings onslaught. The S&P 500 was able to edge higher, but by less than half a percent to set a new all-time high. The new market is being led by the analyst sentiment and a rising consensus for Q1 results. The risk for the market is that with the S&P 500 so highly valued, there is a risk that Q1 earnings could turn into a sell-the-news event. Trading could take on a different tone after today between the expected earnings reports from the big banks and economic data in the form of the Fed's beige book. There's a lot of risk for the market. Among those reporting are J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and Wells Fargo. As for the beige book, the market will be watching it closely for any signs of rising inflation, and there are sure to be some. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's Brightest Minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, so what do you think with John Smalls in the Market Beat Minute? Yes, I have to agree with you uh, as it was posted right there in the box. Lucas Marino, you are absolutely correct. That is a long trip uh, on sneakers. I hope he has a sponsor uh, that got him partially across there. Uh, so there you go. So let's continue talking about the stocks real quick. Tuesday stock index closed at a, as mixed as the Dow lost 68 points and the Nasdaq added 146 points and the S&P gained about 13 points and the S&P 500 touched a new record as it finished above 4,141 points. Uh, the use of Johnson & Johnson virus vaccine has been temporarily halted due to a rare cl um, blood clotting side effect reported by six recipients who shared tied uh, to the economic reopening sank while technology companies enjoyed the lift such as Apple, Microsoft, 
and Amazon closed higher on Tuesday. The news released uh, during the session showed that uh, consumer price index had risen uh, more in March than any other month in the last 8.5 years. Many economists predict that the trend of inflation continuing uh, for the foreseeable future. So there you go. Some information there for sure as we are talking this morning. Um, Interesting stuff, of course, going on always because that's how I like it around here. Anyways, 20 minutes past the top of the hour and so on. Uh, So here you go. One of two police officers accused of pepper spraying and pointing his gun at the black army officer during a traffic stop has been fired and an investigation has been opened into the incident. Governor Ralph Norham requested that an investigation by the Virginia State Police into the December 2020 encounter in which in term has been excessive use forced by the officers towards Lieutenant Caron Nasario. Norm called the footage of the encounter disturbing. So there you go. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Oh, love it, love it, love it. There you go. There you go. Uh, Some fun stuff, of course, going on always across. So here you go. We start talking about all this weird stuff that we hear about in the news and we get to share it together and we get to listen to it together and we get to, well, I won't say be entertained. Some of it can be entertaining. Some of it cannot. But what do you think about all this when you hear it as you being the safety professional as you are the or the the acquaintance, my friend, my listener, whatever the hell you want to talk about? I mean, but what do you think about it when you hear all of this? A lot of stuff going on, of course. Anyways, the Olympic torch relay ran through mostly um, empty Osaka City Park on Tuesday. It came to it came on the same day that the local government announced a new single day record of COVID cases for Japan's second largest metropolitan area. The torch relay began three weeks ago in the north northeast Japan uh, with a total of uh, ten thousand runners crisscrossing the country. Heading towards the opening ceremony set to take place on July the 23rd in Tokyo. A recent poll by Japanese news agency Kato showed that 13.2% want the relay to continue, while 49.3% said that they should be canceled in areas where severe outbreaks and 359 uh, said that it would be called off entirely also nearly 80 percent of the of the country believes that the game should be canceled or postponed again uh the olympics and paralympics are expected to draw about fifteen thousand four hundred athletes and tens of thousands of official judges and media and broadcasters fans from abroad um um have been banned so there you go don't know what to tell you just the information that's there uh so a lot of stuff going on of course as we talk about everything going on inside of the news as we hang out here at safety fm uh let's continue talking the fda and the cdc are uh recommending a pause on the, in the recommending a pause in the rollout of the johnson and johnson covid vaccine after several instances of severe blood clotting according to the fda there has been six reported cases of rare and severe blood clots in over 6.8 million recipients of the one shot vaccine so you did hear me correctly right 6.8 million recipients of the one shot vaccine and there has been six cases, six, one, two, three, four, five, six out of 6.8 million. So they have recommended pausing it for a moment. What do you think there? I mean, of course, a blood clot is a blood clot. So let's not, let's not downplay it. 
So there you go. There's some things to think about for sure as it comes about. A lot of strange stuff going on inside of this particular world. When you really start thinking about it, I mean, we're talking about six out of 6.8 million. Somebody needs to figure out the math on that. Maybe we should have like an accountant come in and talk about that real quick because I'm just not smart enough. Or maybe I'm an A.H. and can't figure it out. Anyways, the police shooting Dante Wright has reignited protests across the country. At least 40 at least 40 people were arrested on Monday in Brooklyn Center in the city where Wright was killed on Sunday. A group of more than 200 in Portland were sh- uh, were shouting, burn the precinct to the ground in every city and every town as they grabbed bricks and, uh, and rocks and throw them out the officers. A subway station in D.C. was swarmed with protesters on their way to get to gather at the Capitol while portions of Manhattan Bridge and the Big Apple was shut down mostly for a peaceful protest. So there you go. A lot of stuff to think about. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. Yeah, that's a good point. There was a lot of people waiting for a particular vaccine. This case is being mentioned, the Johnson and Johnson one, uh, because, of course, the one shot, the one and done. Um, of course, that's kind of a that would be a popular term in regards of what of actually getting done. I don't know. I mean, I know some people felt that that was going to be a good one. But that was the thing that we were talking about at the very beginning when vaccines were getting rolled out. Were they going to give you a choice? meaning whoever your provider was, going to give you a choice on what shot you could have. So we knew that some people were going to wait. I mean, AstraZeneca was one, but not here, of course. Moderna, Pfizer, and then, of course, J&J. So what are you taking a look at? I mean, I think that with anything, there's always a risk. I mean, here's the thing. If you kind of take a look at it, there's kind, if you think about all the drugs in the world, not those kind of drugs. You know, I'm talking about pharmaceutical. Uh, when you start thinking about it, think about all the pros and cons of everything that's listed and what are the side effects that could occur. And, of course, this is emergency release. So it's still kind of a tester. We know that. So that's the that's the the other portion to think about. Uh, also, a more traditional form of vaccine. Um, thank you, Lucas, for more information there. I will say form because I, I, I see what you're saying. But that's the stuff that we have to talk about. I mean, this is the things that we have to think about. This is an emergency release. And the other portion is the side effects. This is why we continue to have the ongoing conversation that you have to do what is right for you and your circumstance. I mean, do proper research. I mean, I know that we all want to go to Dr. Google and have those conversations, but that's fine. But you have to do a little bit more research because here's the thing. A lot of stuff that you can find, especially when it comes to medical related and white papers where you're starting to look at trends and information and all that kind of fun stuff, you have to make sure that it's not sponsored by the medical, a medical provider or a pharmaceutical company, which is kind of the common theme among both of those things. Just stuff to think about as you're moving forward Duh. inside of there. Anyways, an arrest was has been made in the 25 year old disappearance, uh, the 25 year old disappearance of the California Polytechnic State University student Kristen Smart. Paul Flores, the last person to be seen with a 19-year-old before 
She vanished while wa- while walking back to her dorm after a party was arrested early on Tuesday. He was officially listed as the prime suspect in the case last month. The investigation search of his father's home and property Arroyo Grande using ground penetrating radar and cadaver dogs. Yesterday, the St. Louis Obispo Sheriff's Office revealed that there was evidence there was evidence related to the murder and was discovered couldn't sh- um, couldn't share what it has what it what they had found because the warrants are sealed. Flores' father, Ruben Flores, was also arrested. The elder Flores is being held on $250,000 bail, while the younger Flores is being held without bail. So there you go. Some stuff to think about as we're going on and talking about all kinds of interesting things this morning. And some other news, Uber said a surge in demand for rides and food orders propelled the company to its biggest month for overall bookings in 12-year history. Uber's been around for 12 years. God, I'm, I think I was late to that game. According to recent filing, the ride-sharing company was doing, uh, was doing an annualized run rate of $30 billion while the daily ride bookings were up by 9% um, last month compared to a year ago. The company delivered services that surged more than 150% of last month's uh, to be annualized run rate of $52 billion, an all-time record. The problem now is keeping up with the demand. So there you go. Uh, I guess that's one of those things to think about right away. If you are looking for uh, you know, some kind of work, something to do and you short on cash and you need something immediately maybe that's something to look into if you do have a car to be able to do so and i think they have certain guidelines um in regards of doing that so there you go some information right away 29 minutes past the top of the hour so i think we're close enough to do the thing that we do here around this time here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. It's close to that time. We start talking about the main story. Good morning, Mr. Pozel. Thank you for joining us in the box. Uh, but we start talking about all the things that we want to talk about, thinking about the things that we shouldn't be thinking about probably, um, and start going down that particular path because we need to start talking and we need to start looking into those things that, uh, what we, what did we call the episode today? I, I think we called it, if I remember correctly, I'd rather go. Yeah. So let's talk about where you'd rather go. Not that place, but some of those other places. Uh, but where would you rather go? You know, think about it for a moment, because there is some interesting content and concepts and all this kind of fun stuff. But sometimes we tend to wake up in the morning and we have that internal conversation where you're telling yourself, I'd rather go here i'd rather do this than having to go to work and i understand that from time to time it does make sense but when you start going through this process of i'd rather be anywhere else besides work how do you change your mind to be able to do what you should be doing how do you go about in getting everything rolling and bowling uh in regards of that i mean i look at it and i kind of try to go and try to figure this out and go what do you look at when we start having these conversations what do you think about on regards of being able to change of being able to go forward because here's the other thing too what i'm starting to realize more and more as we start getting into organizations and we're doing you know the normal nine to five we'll call it normal nine to five at the moment but we'll turn around and do this well we'll be there for a moment and say, you know, this is not for me. This is something that I'd rather not be doing. And I'm just going to go elsewhere. 
I'd rather go somewhere else. Now, that is always an option. Now, don't get me wrong. But at what point do you make that call? If the safety program that's going on inside of that organization is not the way that you're hoping for it to go, how do you go about to change it? How do you go about to make everything the way that you want? Is leaving going to be the solution to the problem? I'm asking the question here because I want to have a better understanding. The ongoing sequence is that it is easier to leave. But what happens to the people that stay behind? What happens to the people that are still there? What if you're the voice for that group and you decide to leave? How are things going to change? Are they going to change now because you've left? Is that how you're looking at it? Or are you looking at it in a a different kind of fashion? Just asking the question. Because that's the interesting portion about it. What changes when you'd rather go? Is there a portion where you get up in the morning and you don't want to go to work? Like, I always have such a hard time seeing all these people that have the discussion of, oh, we're halfway through the week, it's Wednesday, it's almost over, blah, blah. If you hate so much what you're doing, you probably shouldn't be um, actually staying there where you're at. Just a thought. I would hate to be at a place where all I look for is going into work, getting off, and then going directly into the weekend as soon as possible for I can get back to being off for a couple of days. That just doesn't seem like a tremendous kind of life to live. And I'm not saying that it's all going to be knocking it out of the park. There are going to be days that are difficult. Don't get me wrong. But this is the stuff that we have to talk about and stuff we have to think about. A lot of interesting things, of course, as we go about and really think about this. A lot of interesting things come about always. So you have to do what is in your best interest, of course. Don't get me wrong. We're going to have to redo those boxes, by the way, in regards to getting that messaging through um, because they're becoming too big um, in regards over there. So we'll get them through on the next section. Uh, But we have to talk about this. Like, what are you doing? Because if you'd rather go, definitely you're not in the place that you should be. Think about it for a moment. That's for sure. So the other portion to think about as well is what happens to the people that are there? What happens to the people that stay behind if you decide to leave? Are you going to be able to assist them before you go? Are you that frustrated? Because here's the thing. When we start getting frustrated... We automatically start doing this, and it's that narrowness of us getting closer and not focusing on anything else besides the problem that is going on right now. And is that good? Is that a good thing? Probably not. And that's the portion. That's the portion to think about. We need to be able to assist as the kind of work that we do into a broader scope. So... That's what we need to start thinking about. How can we make things better? And is leaving always the best solution? 
Now, let me tell you, I've been on both sides of the equation. I've been at an organization that I loved, did everything, 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 everything. Was I treated fairly? It's a matter of opinion. I think I was treated good. And then, boom. It didn't work out for us. I opted to leave based on some information that one of my bosses was telling me in regards to what was going on with the company. Then I worked at another company where, hey, I'll tell you, they treated me like garbage. And I did everything possible to assist, to help. And every day it was a struggle to get up and start doing the things that I was doing at that organization, national national organization. But then I started noticing the tunnel vision, the tunnel vision across the board of where I didn't want to focus on what exactly was going on. And I struggled to be there day in and day out day in and day out, and I noticed that my mental health was starting to be affected based on those things. I started noticing that there was other things that were going on that were affecting me. But what I did was I tried to continue to help build a structure inside of that organization that if I was to leave, which I did, there would be somebody better suited for that role to come in. Because that's the thing. Sometimes it is a lost in translation. Sometimes it is a loss in regards of what is going on. Not all management is going to agree with you. Not all team members are going to agree with you. You are always going to not fall into um, a good category with every person. I mean, case in point, me having somebody call me an asshole first thing in the morning. Hey, now. Uh, makes my day. Bothers them. Here's the fun part. I'll mention that real quick. Both of my parents were in the Marines. You haven't told me a string of words yet that I haven't heard in combination yet, so... Come up with something a little bit more creative we might be able to get further. Uh, But that's the thing. You're not always going to rub people the right way, however you want to take that, by the way. Um, And that's the occasion. So what would you rather go do? Because that is the continuation of the conversation. Where would you rather go? What would you rather do to make sure that things are going right? Because here's the thing. At the end of the day, even if you rather go, how are you going to leave stuff in a better circumstance than what you actually found it in? That's the important thing. So if you'd rather go, make sure that it's left better than how you originally found it. But then again, what do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. 
Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Or we might end the show with that one today. I, I don't know. I think we will. Especially having the permission, of course, from Warner Brothers UK, because that's definitely an important one, especially when it comes to any kind of commercial music. Just throwing that out there. So let's get back into the groove of things. It is 42 minutes past the top of the hour. I have to tell you, I am so... So glad that I hang out with some of the smartest people on the planet, listening to your messages, reading your messages, and what you're saying exactly going on inside of the box. Thank you for sharing this all-important information uh, with the group here. So let's go through some of these because I think that they're important. We're going to go kind of step by step here, even though we're already outside of the main story. Uh, we'll start off with Richard Nichols. Uh, wait, I just realized that the above approach isn't a benefit. Uh, be befitting a PhD or any or anyone maybe um, that's <laughs> matter of opinion. Uh, uh, Lucas Marino, are you leaving for something you perceive to be better, or are you leaving the current known? That's a very good question, Jim Posel. What it starts destroying is your mental health and physical health, and you should consider going. I would think. Uh, Lucas continues in into the tunnel. There you go. LinkedIn user, sorry, not sure who you are. If you're you are better fitting, if you're better fighting, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. If you are, I'm I'm assuming it's fighting. Uh, if you are fighting an uphill battle, can't make changes. What are you to do? Very good question for sure. Uh, and then of course we have Daniel Snyder inside of here. The INSHPO global framework of. Correlates culture maturity attributes with safety professionals, roles and functions, depending on the culture you are in. So there you go. A lot of information going on inside of the box as we are talking. Anyways, let's get back into some other news as we are here this morning hanging out together on the Rated R Safety Show, exclusively on safetyfm.com and Radio Big. Let's talk about a different school of thought. After a year of remote learning, a socially distanced classroom, a school in Spain is introducing a school on the beach to continue to clear, to clear air in a new way of teaching. Mask-wearing children can be seen sitting front of a portable blackboard in rows of a neatly spaced desk. On the sandy shores of Playa de los Nietos, Grandchildren's Beach. That's not a joke. It's part of a project known as Fresh Air, which aims to create better quality for children during the pandemic, including open air learning. Uh, eight classes take part in 20-minute sessions, and groups rotate through the different areas. Children at the school are ages 3 to 12, remain in their class bubbles. Uh, let's see. A teacher reports that not only are the beach classes safe for kids, they have fun 
line and they learn here. They don't forget. Um, and then there have been no reported of cases of coronavirus. Uh, sorry, kids, but you're definitely not the first student to spend part of their school day at the beach. Just want to throw that out there. And then after that, what are you supposed to do after school? I mean, just a question, of course. And calling it the fresh air program was actually the second choice for some reason. Uh, the parents didn't know some some of some of a beach was a good one to go with. That was something to think about. But here's the thing. So if you're doing this on the beach, my question becomes this right away. If you do the open air class, which I think is an excellent idea, sunblock. And if you wear a bathing suit to school, do you get in trouble for that one? I'm just asking. Safety in a way never heard of before. Safety Show on Safety FM. Oh, let's talk about it. It's a good thing that they're cute. Yeah, not a joke. It turns out that when you're told your kids uh, that owning a pet, it's a lot of work. You were right. According to a new study, the average pet owner spends about 832 hours each year, more than 34 days cleaning up after their pets. In the survey of 2,000 pet owners, 75% say that they clean their homes constantly since getting a furry friend. 64% say that they're always clean their pets after going outside to avoid muddy paw prints inside. Other findings are that 68% would break up with anyone who didn't get along with their dog or cat. 73% 73% said that they uh, that they would keep their pets if they were suddenly woke up with their dog or cat allergy. Really? I don't even spend that much time thinking about cleaning. I don't think I would spend that, <laughs> that much time with an animal. Uh, kids don't care about it because it's always mom that ends up doing all the cleaning. Hey, just throwing that out there. It seems to be the, the sequence of event. And then 832 hours per year is a lot of cleaning, but totally worth it, said someone that was not me. That's for sure. Okay, uh-huh. so let's continue talking about some other things going on inside of the world. Let's talk about did you know scientists have discovered that the gorilla's thumbs uh, is there stadiums to avoid rather than instigate a fight? German researchers determined that the peck pounding advertises the primate size, fighting prowess, and other practical info, providing rivals a picture of what would be up against if those chose to go down. Uh, yeah, they found that the bigger the gorillas produce, the lower the frequency, then their smaller counterparts, signifying the pectoral per- percussion. Is all the honest signal of competitive ability and size. A larger body size correlates with a higher social rank and therefore fighting ability. Scientists say that conveying it through the chest beating could help gorillas avoid violence. A a mustard species that grows up to about 500 pounds. So there you go. Some things to think about. If you are definitely hanging out at a zoo and you see one of those bad boys start pounding their chest, it might be time to take a hike. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, let's continue talking about some whack facts because it is Wednesday. Let's not call it wacky Wednesday. Let's just call it wacky facts. Yellow is the most common color for highlighters because it doesn't leave a shadow or on the page when photocopied. Uh, leaving your computer on all the time costs you about $350 a year. A toaster uses almost half of the energy of a full-size oven. That's something to think about. Apples ripen six to ten times faster than room temperature than if refrigerated. An apple, potato, and onion all all taste the same if you eat them with your nose plugged. And you cannot snore and dream at the same time. I don't know about that one. 
What I don't know about that one. That's for sure. I would have to definitely put that to a test. Um, hmm. I, w- I would like to know how they came up with that data. That would be interesting to see some more information on that. Anyways, let's talk about what's going on inside of the world. The lottery note winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $67 million jackpot or a $46 million cash payout. So if you're so inclined to play, well, good for you. Uh, So there you go. Those are some some options of chances right there of what is going on. Uh, Let's continue talking some other things. How I have a list that says spoiler, spoiler for American Idol on Monday. How's that a spoiler? It's already Wednesday. That's kind of a kind of a weird thing uh, to, to say. Anyways, let's talk about Prince Philip's funeral will be attended by about 30 guests due to COVID restrictions. Originally, it was planned for to have over 800 mourners. Queen Elizabeth has forced a narrow it down to only 30 family members who will be socially distanced and wearing masks. The Queen and her children, Prince Charles and Camilla. Princess Anne and Sir Timothy Lawrence, Prince Edwards and Sophie Wessick, and Prince Andrew's grandchildren will be Peter Phillips, Zara Tyndall and her husband Mike, Prince William and his wife Catherine, Prince Harry, Prince Beatrice, and her husband. Do I need to really go through all these names? I, I don't think that I do. I, there'll be some family members. Just kind of looking at it this way. You and I are not invited, not even uh at a social distancing mark when it comes to that. So just think about it from that fashion. Uh, So anyways, let's continue talking a little bit more about some other things. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about trivia. We haven't done any trivia. So let's do this real quick. Question numero uno. Let's start off at the top. What is the name of the, of the, uh, the alien clan in avatar Pandora, Navi, Banshee or avatars? The correct answer is the Navi, just in case. Um, what is the deepest point of the ocean referred to as what? The Abysmal Plateau? Challenger Deep? Poseidon's Point? Or Nemo's Reach? It's actually Challenger's Deep, just in case if you did not know that. So there you go, some information for useless knowledge for today. Anyways, let's talk about some events that occurred back on this day. Back in 2003, researchers announced the near-complete mapping of the human DNA. The study has helped detect and diagnose diseases and other human afflictions. So there you go. Some stuff to think about for sure as we are talking about that. And then back in 2020, President Donald Trump freezes funding for the World Health Organization pending a review over the group handling of COVID-19 pandemic. He called the organization uh, too China-centric, prompting international criticism. So that happened back in 2020. If you're looking at birthdays for today, here we go. Luna Stevens turns what? Five? How is she even making the sequence? Uh, Abigail Breslin turns 25. Baker Mayfield turns 26. Ellison Rafflish, 28. Chris Wood, 33. Sarah Michelle Gellar, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, turns 44. Man, we've grown up together in some way, shape, or form. Uh, DeBrat turns 47. Adrian Brody turns 48. And Loretta Lynn turns 89. There you go. Some interesting stuff going on right there as we talk about it. Uh, So let me get my buddy, buddy, buddy in here real quick and let him give you some motivation for the next minute or so. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. Dale Carnegie said, develop success from failures. Discouragement and failure are two of the surest stepping stones to success. Now, another way of looking at this same idea is find opportunities in your failures. I remember a friend told me about a company that he worked at. 
They said in their company that they never have problems. They have opportunities. Whatever the world would see as a problem, they would find an opportunity to fix that problem, and their solution would typically make the company money and make their clients more successful. Find solutions and present opportunities rather than dwell on a problem. That's no fun for anyone. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Oh, I love me some Johnny Smalls as he's talking about all these fun things, that's for sure. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on. Let me tell you about some important pieces real quick. I'm going to be hanging out on RadioBig.FM here in the next few minutes. So if you want to come over, I'll be going there at the top of the outer. That is RadioBig.FM. RadioBig.FM. Just put that into your web browser. We'll get to hang out together and do some things. Let me tell you about the most important portion of the store of the actual show right now and this is about my friends at the american foundation for suicide prevention know that you are not alone whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one know that you're not alone hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide go ahead and reach out to them at 1-800-273-8255 that's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word talk to 741-741 or you can go to ASF, AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org. Anyways, let me give you this real quick, couple couple things real quick before I forget. If you need a reason to celebrate today, National Dolphin Day, National Ex-Spouse Day, National Guarding Day, National Pan-American Day, National Pecan Day, National Research As High As You Can Day, uh, Look Up the, at the Sky Day, International Be Kind to Lawyers Day, uh, I'm sure Figer would tell us that, International Moment of Laughter Day, and National Book Mobile Day. So there you go, some interesting things to think about. If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. If animals could talk, which species could be the rudest of all animals? Human beings, there you go. Uh, if you need a random joke for today, think about this. Pick your battles. Nope, that's too many battles. Put some back. If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. If you are married, you do this twice as often as people who are divorced, separated, or single. What is it? Apologize. So here's the thing. I am going to leave you with Dua Lipa today because we have the option of doing that, which is not going to be an option we always have. So we're going to play Dua Lipa on the way out. We'll do the closer at the end of it. But... You have been listening to <laughs> the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on RadioBig.FM and SafetyFM.com. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. We could not do what we do without you. The most important part, and that is the listener. If I could leave you with a thought for today, your dreams don't work unless you do. Anyways, this is Dua Lipa closing us out. What I'd rather go blind here on the Rated R Safety Show. You didn't think I wasn't going to say it. I know who you are. 
You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.